with Megan Lim and Cameron Scott. Ladies, welcome back to How We Heal. We're starting a new season today, and in this new season, um, we're coming back to a place that I call home for me, and my home is talking about gemotherapy extracts. And I'm so excited to come back home with all the information that I've been learning on this exploration up until this point. And I think coming home after an adventure, we're always changed, right? We're always a little different person, um, a little more expansive, hopefully a little broader perspective, um, whether we've traveled from India or we've traveled um, mentally as we've been traveling together. And I want to start us off in a place that um, I think uh, marries very well with um, what we've been talking about. And we've been talking about the nervous system in states and where my work with this has led me is looking at um, a starting place for our listeners and for clients. And that starting place I have found is checking in with your senses. And so just this morning, um, um, when I'm looking for inspiration, I look to Mary Oliver and I came across this beautiful um, poem of Mary Oliver's Mindful. But I'm just going to share a few of the first lines with us in talking about this checking in with our senses, and then I'll take us a little further into that. Every day I see or hear something that more or less kills me with delight, that leaves me like a needle in the haystack of light. It was what I was born for to look, to listen, to lose myself inside this soft world. Yeah. Megan Cameron, I'd love to invite you in on to this conversation to just start at this place of how important the senses are and come beginning there. Yeah. You know, the very last line of what you just read, how when we tune into what's calling our senses within us or around us, that she refers to that as losing ourselves in the beauty of it. So I think that's, that speaks so much to the autonomic experience of when we actually tune in to what's within us or around us we also in a sense are losing it. And I think what we're losing is, is not a loss, but more like a shedding or a freedom within there. Yeah, yeah. In Asian medicine, we talk about the different way that our vital energy um, moves. And um, it's not a learning, it's more just a framework for what's already happening and um, our wood energy is the natural uh, 
way that life innately expands and it renews itself and emerges forth. And metal energy is the natural contraction that happens. And um, that poem really speaks to, I think, that natural ebb and flow, whether we're talking about it through the lens of the autonomic system or Asian medicine, or just looking with delight, that as we're sort of riding this wave of expansion and contraction in connection with ourselves and others and out of connection and in connection with the beauty around us and out of connection. It's so wonderful, Megan. And I new to me that is that poem, and I'm quite a fan of Mary Oliver's, mm -hmm. obviously a fan enough, <laughs> but I, just listening to it for the first time makes me want to go back to it because I realize my system, which can be reactive, you know, I take the word um, that we've played with before, surrender. Surrender has for so many decades in my experience means giving up, giving out, giving, you know, it, it, it's a surrender to overwhelm. It's a surrender to in, in a defeat rather than a surrender that's blossoming into what is with no good or bad, but simply that movement of energy toward connection or towards contraction or however it is. And the thought is how different would all of our lives be if we could honor that with that sense of safety? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm two, three weeks into a new series of the Restoring Immunity class, and I'm really excited about where we're going this time. I'm uh, consistently reinventing how we put this information out there, going closer, like getting closer to a place where it's super accessible for everyone. And this is the struggle. Um, it's, it, it's very easy to create complex systems and explain health and healing in these complex ways, but that's not very accessible to humans. And it actually is um, certainly not friendly for our autonomic nervous system. <laughs> I mean, sit with any uh, conventional medical doctor and it's very, and explaining whatever they think is going on and we're quickly in a state of dorsal shutdown because I can't take it in. And so it's been a real um, pleasing journey to my system to be able to come to a place where it's simple simple enough to touch and access and try on and and it works for everyone and yeah. we'll see right we're trying right now so so let me let me play with you two in this idea i believe that one of the first questions we should be asking ourselves if we're trying to check in we're checking in and maybe we're showing up for the first time in this healing naturally is brand new or the nervous system is brand new, but checking in with this question is, um, is the information that's coming in through my senses, is it pleasing or is it putting me in overload? 
is that something you could each answer just when you think about yourself this morning um, where you are on that continuum well what you're referring to about really getting to the essence i believe is when you're talking about gemos and how to take a system of learning or a framework of learning and get to the essence of it so that it's something that we can get with our mind and get with our heart and get with our bodies. If, if we can be congruent and absorbing it in all three of those ways in an accessible way, um, that is something that I've been passionate about with my study of Asian medicine for years because Asian medicine is, is quite a complex philosophy if you just look at it on paper, um, but getting to the origins of how um, the physicians or the people working the land, because it was an agrarian society or, or whoever began to distill this information, what were they thinking? What is the essence of it? And what does that feel like in our bodies and our minds and our hearts? Um, I actually sometimes call it the Oprah effect. You know, she's able to say, um, get into sometimes these sort of complex topics that people might be uncomfortable talking about and make it really palatable and really accessible. And I think that's when um, I think about the pores, right? Our first layer of defense against the world is this system of our skin, our largest organ and our pores. And so when I think about encountering a new situation or new information, you know, it's just like my pores are open and I'm wanting to suck it up or are they like closed and I've got these protective goosebumps and, um, and I'm retreating. Um, and, you know, one of the things that certainly opens my pores and makes me thirsty is co-regulation. And when we come together like this each week and I soften and my protective layer comes down and I can feel myself lean in and want more. It's so true. And I've been watching myself and in all those ways because we all long for health, growth, and restoration. But can we get from where we are to where we want to be? Is it going to be scary? Is it going to be dangerous? Or is there going to be that ability to, to really be open and, and approach it? And and I can just sit in this moment, since part of me is very mobilized, you have a lot of your listeners who know both about GEMOs and um, Asian medicine. I'm really fairly new to that party. And there's that excitement of, oh, tell me, tell me, but no, really, really tell me, tell me you'll take me by the hand, you'll have the hand at my back that I'll be able to benefit from this because the excitement in my little system can get a little wobbly and a little scared. It's like, oh no, am I going to have to understand a lot of really dense stuff? And you can feel in, in my language, like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> this is going to be too confusing, too complicated. Am I going to miss out? And that's that pull into that survival state. And I'm like, no, 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 I would, you know, help me, you know, reach out. Beautiful. Yeah. Glad. I'm so glad in a way that this is new and fresh for you because I think it is also for many of our listeners. And I think that that helps us really get to the essence of what we're talking about. Um, when there is somebody who can ask questions through fresh eyes. Yeah. 
and I'm sitting with my system too, that that wonderful place of possibility means for me really being able to be with my system and yours and knowing that it's okay not to know. And it's not only okay not to know, it's an invitation to mm -hmm. let's, let's learn something together that's new, that could well be pleasing. When my system tends to be a little biased to that you know, safety. It's like, oh no. And I'm someone who's struggled with traditional learning and, and order of things and you know, the concrete of life. So I, I come from that place. New opportunity for, for me and many of us, I think. Yeah. So let's go back to this question. I'm thinking that is really a good starting place if we're, we're trying to check in to see where we are. Is that accessible information for you? Cameron, if I were to ask you, you know, is the sensory information you're taking in this morning, is it pleasing or is it um, overloading you? Is that something you can pinpoint? I can watch the dance because I feel like I'm right at that line. I feel a little wobbly <laughs> because and then I have moments of like, I, ooh, this is pleasing. I, and I'm listening and I'm able to be right here with you all. And that's that pleasing side of the line. And then I have moments like, oh no, uh, 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 I'm wobbling the other direction. So it's both. And that inviting myself along with the, the wonderful invitations that you always give for, um, safety, you know, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. And what about you? What do you think about that question I'm asking? Yeah, I think it's really an invitation to come back into the present moment. And I think in this moment of right now, um, there's actually not a lot of stimulus coming from my external. And I'm really able to be in connection with you know, what I'm feeling, I'm sitting on the chair and um, what I'm feeling in temperature and what I'm feeling in my digestive system and also in connection with the two of you. And there's something very um, calming and still about our connection with each other for me. So it's a very settling place to my senses. Mm -hmm. You know, I, sometimes if I'm sort of got things going on before we meet, and I might be in a place where I'm feeling a touch overstimulated, making the transition from whatever activity I was doing beforehand to really bringing all of my presence down into me so that we can connect together. Um, that process does seem to happen naturally. And it's some, it again, it's a practice. And it's something that the three of us have been practicing week after week for some time. Mm. That's such a great real world example, Megan. And it reminded me of, you know, I, as I walked in here from a very noisy world on the other side of that door, asking and demanding lots of things of me to close that door and be here. Um, and how everything became very pleasing all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Checking in with our senses is a good starting place. And um, I, I believe it's an accessible um, level of awareness that we can ask you as listeners, where are you on that continuum? Uh, 
right now in this moment because it will change as we've just discussed from moment to moment. So right now, it, you know, are you feeling connected to your sensory world, to what you're hearing, to what you're tasting, to what you're smelling, or, or is it a little too much? Maybe even this conversation we're having is a little too much for you. And yeah. you have to take a pause. And um, I certainly have times of my day where uh, no thank you podcast. I don't want people talking. <laughs> Right, no thank you music with lyrics. I don't want this coming in. And um, so what's going on there, right? My my nervous system is a little uh, mobilized. And it feels like a little too much. So I'd like to play um, with a conversation with you two about two extracts that I think our listeners would love to hear about. And um, when I think of um, where to start, if you're brand new at this experience and this um, exploration, there are really um, five or six extracts that I feel can fall into this category. And we'll, we'll take them out for a test drive over the next couple of weeks. But right now I'd like to um, talk about Silver Line and White Willow. And I'd like to start with White Willow because um, it, uh, even thinking about it this morning, I could take on the energy that it would offer me because I had one of those mornings where I felt like I had overbooked myself and overextended myself. And, and then I'm getting more requests on top. And, <laughs> And we all know what that feels like, right? It's like an oh, like too much. And and sometimes that makes me feel like I'm vibrating in my whole body. So, Megan, Cameron, have you ever had that vibration feeling when you're overstimulated? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I hear it more, I think, sometimes. I'll feel a little vibration in my body. And I also, not like a ringing in the ears, but there's a tone, tone to that frequency for me also. Yeah. Cameron, is that a common feeling for you, or at least a familiar? Yeah, and too much for me is often, you know, at a, at a simpler level, that feeling of over-caffeinated, uh, urgent, uh, you know, I, that vibrating is a good word, and I think I represent one that, you know, for myself, I'm still relatively new in the last 10 decades to, to really having that pause moment to know my senses, and you know, I think I will hope that you will carry us into that because your language is 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 it's a little bit new to some of us who haven't lived an entire lifetime where the practice of feeling safely embodied and being able to listen into what's going on means that I often miss chapters of wonderful information <laughs> because I'm just in that urgent place. We can't listen in that place of shutdown. We can't listen. And so that dance is is something I hope you will continue to take us through when you introduce us to demos. And um, I, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And you know, I just wanted to to back up for a minute, representing myself and and, and you know the the quick read. What are demos? <laughs> Where are we going, Lauren? Just a minute. <laughs> Can you give me just an overview? Because I, I know some of our listeners as well who found us through different 
aspects in, uh, of listening, you know, wait a minute, we're entering a new wonderful place. Where, where are we going? What's, what's a demo, please? Cameron, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, you're wonderful in reminding me that um, I have a world I live, breathe, and dream in that um, many and most people have never heard of, right? So gemotherapy, um, I'm referring to an extract that is made from the buds of traditionally used trees, shrubs, or vines um, that have been used medicinally for centuries. But we're using the buds and we're getting um, a very different result in this extract because those buds can contain the meristem cell. And what's special about the meristem cell is it has the same qualities as a human stem cell does. So it can completely revitalize, rejuvenate at the same time it's bringing nutrition. And in the way plants can talk the language our body knows um, in a way that's easy for our body to receive and be reminded how it is meant to work. And Megan, you probably have a few sentences you'd like to add to that. Well, that's beautifully said. A few years ago, so I had an, a sort of instant connection. I found Lauren on the web and listened to a few of her pre-recorded classes. And something about that resonated for me, um, the nourishment of the wisdom of the plant that we take in feels nourishing to our physical selves, but also feels nourishing to the mental and emotional level also. And there's a harmonizing and an, an actual nourishment that I have experienced through the gemos that I haven't experienced working with Western herbs or Chinese herbs or um, various forms of um, nutritional supplements through the course of my career. And I love um, simplicity. And I love that even when we use a few trees together in what we would call a blend, it's still only a few. There's still only a few X variables because when I think about my practice of Asian medicine, um, a few well-placed needles sends the message to the body of how to recalibrate. Um, a few well-chosen gemotherapy extract gives the body just the message or just the nourishment that it needs to, um, to assist it in doing its own thing. We say in acupuncture, you only treat to 80% and then the body can do the rest. And so we're not trying to take over. We're just trying to offer some simple support some messages of reminding that bring forth the body's innate ability to take care of itself, which we all have. Thanks, Megan. Cameron, how's that work for you? Well, I realize it's, it's I, I can feel my, my mobilized excitement because having grown up in a world that didn't necessarily offer safeties and invitations to even imagine that I had everything within myself to be healthy and, and to restore and to be well, because a lot of my life stories said, yeah, no, probably, probably not you. <laughs> and a lot of my experience followed along those storylines. And the, the way in which you talk so simply, it's like often the way I wish to be talked to as a human being 
many of my medical experiences is, oh, oh no, this is not, you better start doing something differently. You better start taking something differently. We've got to make this stop. And I'm like, I'm like the little kid that's overwhelmed. Just like, what, 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 what's wrong, whatever. And, and the thought that if you say to a, a, a young one or a, a dear old friend, wait a minute, there might be another way to do this. And you, you might already be wearing the ruby slippers. Let's see if we can support your, your health, your sense of safety in the world, your well-being to something you already have. So I, I wish I had a nickel for my own experience and many people I work with and, and love for that matter, have this sense of longing to come home to somewhere that I've never been. And the thought that it, it's already wired in, the thought that it's really right there, but we've just never had the ability to find that place. And that somehow the plant wisdom, uh, the, the plant is right there to offer that help. <laughs> it just, it's just a wonderful mind blowing place for, for me. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it, Cameron. They offer that nourishment and that reminder of how to come home to ourselves, which I think is really what everybody's longing for. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. So that buzzy feeling. <laughs> it's all gone from me. So <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all that co-regulation. So um, White Willow, if you picture that tree and you can picture the leaves going, I think we can all do that, right? I think that's what we feel like inside when we need it. That, like everything's just going and it um, is an extract that harmonizes both the central nervous system and the autonomic nervous system so what does that word mean to harmonize that means it meets those systems where they are and helps bring them into balance mm -hmm not saying you need to do this or you need more of that or making any assumptions it meets the system where it is and um white willow has a beautiful um essence to it that i um teach my students it's gathering so when we feel like there's too much going on <laughs> and and that's where let's go back to that check-in i asked what's going on with your sensory how are you taking this I feel like too much that light's too bright those noises are too loud what smell is bothering me in this room it's an overload right and and what White Willow beautifully does is help us gather that and hold it. And I want to bring your attention to that word gather because it doesn't mean put a lid on it or stop it. It just brings it together in this safe container. Yeah, container is a beautiful other word for that. Yeah. I, I'll share with you all a very touching moment for me because I think of willow trees and I grew up um, going to school that had willow trees out back and I naturally when I got overwhelmed because traditional linear learning was not my forte 
I would go out at recess. And instead of wanting to play competitive kickball on the fields, I wanted to go out and sit under the willow tree because there's a way in which that shape of that tree felt like it just was one big fountain up and then the, the branches came down and kind of hug and it filtered the light and it filtered my definitely mobilized overwrought little system. And I, I never looked at it in that way that my system knew that it needed that kind of safety and that kind of holding was like a, a natural hug in a moment. And then I felt better resources to go back into that classroom and yeah. yeah. Willow is the canopy of the willow is so soft. And uh, Lauren, it's really interesting, you know, that flutter that you were describing. That that is a beautiful image for uh, what happens when we need willow. I've never actually thought about it like that. I always think, you know, the image of the tree is one that I come back to again and again, because a tree is so firmly rooted and connected to the earth and connected to itself and a stable root system and it emerges with strength and then it kind of comes out into the world and spreads but when we think about the willow tree it has that rooted grounded nature but it also has this real flexibility you know like that fluttering lauren is describing there's also this softness so when I think of willow, I really think of a softness and I think of it balancing. Um, um, so wood is the energy of coming forth and emerging and spreading. And then metal, as I was saying before, this is a beautiful example, is a contracted sort of energy uh, when we withdraw or we contract in protection. So metal controls like our skin, for example, and that image of the pores when sometimes we, we let things in and other times we wanna protect ourselves and close up and contract. And what Lauren was saying about it being a harmonizer is that it doesn't matter which one is off. If we're emerging out into the world and it's feeling a little overwhelming and we can't seem to find a rhythm and an order that feels safe to us in action, or if we're contracted and feeling a little sort of retreated and cut off and stuck in that place, willow sort of softens that boundary and allows us to sort of move in what, whatever way feels safe to us again. Mm. Lovely, Megan. Thanks for completing that. Yeah. Cameron, I'm going to move on to another extract. Do you have any questions about white willow that you need cleared up? Not at the moment, but I'm sure they'll come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the other extract I'd like to put out um, here for discussion today is silver lime. Silver lime tilia tomatosa. This is a um, a tree very common in Western Europe, um, not so common in the United States in that um, um, particular species. Um, this extract is also a harmonizer for central and autonomic nervous system. So again, meeting your systems where they are. Um, However, its essence is different than white willow. And the essence of silver lime is reconnection. So when you're feeling 
disconnected. This is a much different feeling than this um, buzzing. Okay, the disconnect doesn't buzz. Um, so when you're feeling that, that loss of connection, silver line can help by harmonizing what's needed there. It's going to sort out the information your body needs. That's what a harmonizer does. And um, where willow has a more sedative quality, sedative meaning sleep inducing, but not putting you to sleep, but sedate, right? White, uh, silver lime has a calming, but it's not sedative. So the, the experience, because if it was sedative, it wouldn't help us reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is very, very, it's subtle, but it's a very, very different energy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think of Willow, I think about, you know, the expanding and contracting kind of nature of our vital energy. And when I think of lime, I think more of um, fire and water. So fire rises up by nature and water sinks down like a reservoir by nature. And interesting, um, when we talk about the brain um, and the nervous system, um, the, the water energy has to do, it's, it's the deepest part of us. It's the part that we inherit from our ancestors and, and our will our willpower and our, our reptilian sort of brainstem part of us, instinctual part of us. And when we talk about fire and the rising up, we can think of the evolution of us. And fire has to do with our higher level thinking and the prefrontal cortex. And Willow has a, does a beautiful job of, of balancing those. But separate from all that about the brain, that doesn't even matter. If we think about this, the, the nature, the part of us that sometimes feels like it's rising up and it's having trouble grounding. And then we think about the part of us that naturally sinks down like a reservoir and, and they support and control each other. Um, and that fire and water connection um, is affected by hard experiences in life and traumas. And, um, and that can get a little, it just feels a little off that we feel a little again, as Cameron so beautifully said, just not integrated. We're not at home with ourselves. And what Lyme does, I'm sorry if I said Willow, I'm thinking I misspoke, but we're talking about Lyme. What Lyme does so beautifully is that um, it brings in a stabilizing piece, which is earth. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it helps to reharmonize fire and water because it brings us back in touch with ourselves through the stabilizing and grounding nature of earth. Yeah. Megan, bringing in those elements is so helpful and it actually backs up this part of my feeling about silver line. So I wanna take us back to that original question about how are you bringing in sensory information right now? Is it too much or are you not even noticing? I don't yeah. know what my food tastes like. I, I didn't notice, I don't notice the birds singing because I'm disconnected. Yeah. 
And we often are disconnected because connected doesn't feel safe. It doesn't, we don't get enough cues for safety. So what Silver Lime does, just like all the extracts you'll find, is it helps provide, in those cases, the container and the yeah. cues for safety so that connection is okay. Yeah. You know, I think when we, when we talk about container, I think we've been talking about it for so long that I think we have a sense of it. But I think also when there's not a container, some of my experiences when I, I'm ex when I feel triggered or overstimulated or it, it feels like there's so much going on, but there's a chaotic or frenetic energy to it. There's not a rhythm and there's not an organization that makes the stimulus feel palatable or like something I can engage with. And so that's what we say when we say it offers us a container is that it, it brings it into a place where it is palatable and there is a rhythm and a safety to it. That was an important clarification. Thanks, Megan. Cameron, what questions do you have for on silver lime. Well, it really is for silver lime and, and the other way, beginning to be really curious about um, a term a colleague of mine uses, which is how these extracts can provide the invitations for safe embodiment. And that's not a language that is, is familiar to many of us, but we know we yearn for it because too much or not enough. Are, are, and how do I get from either of those experiences and not enough? And, and Megan, you brought in that, that's that dorsal vagal really sort of pulling our tortoise shells, not for a choice, but, but for a, a protection thing. And, and then knowing how to safely find a way out, what are the invitations? And it sounds like, you know, silver lime is, is one of them that can provide the system that safe, organization, that container, as you said, Megan, to, to, to work at a, at a biologic level, which then filters all the processes, uh, psychological, and you can keep going from there. Yeah. So I, I want to invite uh, our listeners to um, learn a little bit more about these extracts for themselves. Um, we have a, a series on um, restoring immunity called Jimmo Memos, and I know there is some more information there on online, but also on my website, if you are looking for these extracts, there are full descriptions now on the store of the primary and secondary action of these extracts and information about the plants and how they might be used in the system that I teach. So I would invite you over to my website to have a, a look um, for yourself because clearly you want, will want to know more. But in the system that we're talking about and, and, and inviting you into, extracts would be microdose and that would just be one drop on your tongue directly and now for these particular ones, I recommend first thing in the morning um, and um, then paying attention to what might shift 
Um, and you might want to try one and then try the other. There, these are information for your body and see what type of information your body's looking for, yearning for right now. Beautiful. And so if, if I'm a rank beginner and I, I pretty much qualify as that, if I <laughs> come over to your website, it's like I can't get myself into too much trouble. I, I could explore and, and really create my own befriending of gemos? Cameron, absolutely. And I would also say with that, let's only try one thing at a time. We're giving information to the body and we want to hear back from the body how that information is received. Yeah, I think that there is a tendency, particularly um, in the, the model of uh, medicine and healing that most of us were raised, that more is better. And, <laughs> and uh, I think that's a temptation that we all uh, fall into, uh, whether we realize it or not. But in this particular case, um, just a drop really um, is, a, is just the right message for the body sometimes. Yeah, yeah great. Ladies, anything else to close up for today? further thoughts on this topic. So, so Cameron, thank you for being our uh, curious uh, student here along with us and shedding light on how these um, um, look to you and by asking questions and helping um, fill in the gaps for our listeners because this is a language I'm so familiar with. So I thank you for that. And Megan, thanks for bringing in all the beautiful Asian medicine lens. And it, it helps provide such a, a, a wonderful imagery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think different frameworks, we've really established the polyvagal framework. And I think frameworks really help us act as a container to not learn something new but to understand what's going on already. Beautiful. So ladies, thank you. And listeners, thank you all for joining us. And we look forward to our next episode. Bye.